and welcome to the podcast. I'm Ross. And I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're having welcome this odd <laughs> yeah, we're having a particularly odd schedule at the moment of fitting around other things so anyway look welcome back thanks for listening thanks for tuning in thanks for subscribing and doing everything you do to make the podcast um fun which is yeah, fun's good right uh ross how are you um uh, <laughs> yeah okay i guess uh i feel like things are getting a little bit back to normal is that a good thing or a bad thing i don't uh, know I, I, well define it as you wish but i uh uh, yeah things are just becoming a bit more settled i think which is no bad thing and to be honest with you actually it's no bad thing um and i i think it's up to all of us to be responsible if that makes sense uh yeah but other than that crack on i think like try and just get back to some i'm hoping that next year we'll all be a bit like fucking hell that was a bit mm, moving on it wasn't it <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean it is it is it's it's a bit nuts but uh yeah uh i'm going away next uh well depending on when this airs but probably at some point this week uh so i'm going away next week for a week um in the uk which would be good you've just come back from florence yes yes i think we talked about that last we time did. It was we talked about the, the leaning tower of pisa and superman i believe mm. Yeah, um, was that before we were, hey who knows anyway let's crack on with the usual so ross what was what is what has been the last movies that you saw okay so i watched them both yesterday in terms of older and brand new <clears throat> in terms of brand new films i watched uh, superman man of tomorrow the new animated dc movie huh? which is loosely based fun and it's purely coincidental which kind of made it interesting that it's based on one of the stories from an anthology uh there was a, 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 a well it was kind of a collection of superman stories which are essentially before he becomes superman uh by max landis uh called superman american alien yeah all of which are brilliant like i thoroughly recommend you can get like the collected for like i don't know i think it went for about 12 quid in waterstones or so like it's very reasonable uh and the stories are excellent and it, I, I didn't even realise that this was based on one of those stories. It kind of expands one of them uh, very, very, very well. Like, it's very good. The voice cast is superb. You've got uh, Zachary Quinto as Lex Luthor. You've got uh, Darren Chris as Superman. And you've got uh, Alexandra Daddario as Lois Lane. Oh, nice. So it's a really, and there are some others as well. It's a really, really good voice cast. Uh, and it's a, a very well-told story. Uh, yeah, like a young guy who's about to become Superman, essentially. Uh, hugely recommend that. And then the older film that I watched again yesterday was, and this is one that I've had on the pile to watch again for a while. Uh, and I've uh, not particularly put it off, but I've just never been in that. You know, where you just kind of go that film. I'll watch that film now. Yeah. Uh, but funny enough, a friend of mine, uh, Justin McConnell, posted about it on Facebook the other day, and I guess that kind of tweaked. Uh, my you know my my interest and it's the the bruce willis movie last man standing from like 1996 and obviously we know i'm a big Walter hill fan but i was never the biggest fan of this film like i thought it was all right i love the cast you know you've got david patrick kelly and christopher walken and um uh william sanderson like you've got a really good cast like the cast i think and in fact patrick kilpatrick near the beginning which is great you know so um it's a lovely did patrick kilpatrick (laughs) did pat did he i said good question we can ask him so did patrick kill patrick Patrick Kilpatrick? 
And he'll be like, did Patrick Kilpatrick do what? No, no, did Patrick... <laughs> a long, weird story. Um, so it's very good. Like, I, I think I'd forgotten how good it is. And or I don't think I'd appreciated how good it is. Um, I was never, for whatever reason, I just wasn't, it just, this just wasn't the Walter Hill film for me at the time. Uh, and it's very good. It's not perfect. It, you know, there's some bumps and things. Uh, and one of the things that strikes me about it is essentially it's a retelling of Yojimbo. And again, like for a fistful of dollars and all of that stuff, like it's got that stuff. And there's some aspects of, is it Dash Your Habits Red Harvest in there as well? Like it's, it's very well told. Yeah. One of the things that doesn't work for me for some reason, <clears throat> and it still doesn't work for me, is I like that there's great gunplay in it, but it the gunplay is like I don't know if you did you have you seen it? I, I mean, not for a very right. very long time, probably well, even it, from when it last came out. To be fair, well, it's like it's like <clears throat> the gunplay is all super like it's really well executed, but it's super repetitive. It's like Bruce Willis just shoots loads of people each time. Like there's no. It's really well done. Like if you took any one sequence, it's terrific. Like it's terrific and very, uh, <clears throat> it's very bravura. You know, people are being thrown back on jerk wires and stuff. Like it looks great. Um, but that is every single sequence. Like, like, like every single sequence is bad guys are about to shoot Bruce Willis and then he just shoots all of them with like two guns, which looks great. But after a while, that is literally all it is. Like in terms of what the action is, and you just kind of go, eh, like. It is really like there's so it's no John Wick then, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, John Wick is much worse, but but like, I mean, I mean, obviously, if you get the drop, if it was a shoot, if it's like a duel and you get the drop on someone and you kill them, I get, do you know what I mean? I get that. Yeah. And I think what what they're trying to do, this is purely supposition, is it because it's like a Chan Barra movie, but like in the turn of the century America, which is great. Like, that's a great idea. <clears throat> it's like a slightly more modern Western, which totally works. Like it's, you know, it's very dusty. It all looks great. And you feel the grime and all of that. And like replacing horses with cars makes sense. There's even a symbolic thing at the beginning of the movie. Again, I don't think I picked up on the first time where there's this dead horse lying in this, this tiny Western town, essentially, that he arrives in his car. Um, and there's, I think there's something symbolic about that, you know, like the the the, the car has now replaced the horse, you know. The, I yeah. think they used to call it the Iron Wagon or something, right, or something like that. So so it's kind of, oh sorry, the Iron Horse. You know what I mean? Like there's kind yeah, of like yeah. a, anyway. And then what they've obviously done is replace swords with guns, which again makes sense. Like it's this is me purely just going. They're textually remaking that film, right? That 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 type of film, and then. But the problem is with sword fights, it's all very kind of up close and personal. And, and I personally, I prefer to see a sword fight, probably, you know, all that stuff. But like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to explain. It's hard to I don't know if I'm saying it properly, but that bit to me just doesn't. There's no sense of um, there's a bit later on when he does get beaten up and you do feel vulnerable for him. You know what I mean? He does become a bit vulnerable. But other than that, he just just shoots loads of people. And just get that that just works. Yeah, it's it, it. It was. I remember it being a interesting but flawed film. I think would be my right. Description. That's exactly. The, I mean, for Raikou, the music is incredible. So, yeah, yeah. I just it, it, on balance, right? When you look at Bruce Willis's career and even taking out the last ten years of utter mm. fucking shite, mm. um, he really has had one of the the least balanced careers are probably even even more so than john travolta right right well i think john travolta's arguably more consistent arguably yeah. possibly yeah. like depending on you know if you weigh up film by film but I, what i will say is i did even put on my social media 
remember when Bruce Willis gave a fuck because you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like in it, don't get me wrong, in it, he is playing like a taciturn man, a few words type person. You know, he is doing yeah, that, but he does it well, but he does it really, really well. Yeah. And, and again, that's kind of, and people may forget that that is kind of antithetical to what we knew about Bruce Willis. He was always like, right, wisecracking and, you know, he, he plays a very constrained character and the voiceover, which again, I think did, that's kind of the dash your hammock part almost. I think again when I was younger and I saw it, I didn't like that at all. I think it was just like it was so much voiceover. You've never had a, you you, you uh, always issues with voiceovers. With, I, I can't. I, I think you could just show it without telling all about it. Uh, but but I just spent enough time on a thirty-year-old Bruce Willis movie. Well, yeah. Sorry, yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. I think I think it's definitely worth watching. Like it's definitely worth watching. If you haven't watched it in a long time, I think well, it will. It definitely. It, other films to watch. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Last one standing. Just watch anything, right? It's, it's, it's okay. But this is it. It's like, but here's the thing. I think, I think here's, here's the thing that makes it stand out a little bit, though. Is like, no, hang on, hang on. Shit, twenty-year-old Bruce. Like, much like it's not shit though. But this is the thing. Is that like, much like a few other films I've watched recently, it's been while they're flawed films. They, they are so much better. Oh, God, it's hard to put it properly, but they're so much better for most of the films that we see today. Yeah, I mean, that is true, right? Um, so, and actually on that, uh, I watched uh, my older film um, I watched yesterday uh, and my newer film, so I did the same as well. I watched Crimson Tide yesterday. That's amazing. My God. And do you know what? It's actually better amazing. than I remember. It is. No, it, it gets, I, I think it gets better with age. And I think that's, again, it gets better with age because, again, similar shit today is nowhere near as good. Yeah, and it, for for Tony Scott, you know my love of Tony Scott, but for a director who who sometimes lacked um, subtlety and lightness of touch, mm. that film is incredibly well directed. I mean, we joke that it's, it's the best Ridley Scott film Ridley Scott never directed, but that kind of actually, I think, downplays it because Ridley Scott hasn't directed that many good films. No, he's directed very um, few good films. And, um, and like it's the it, cast, by the way, the cast alone oh, is absolutely it, outstanding. Uh, Mortensen. Yeah, yeah, which I completely forgot was in it. Yeah. The other thing that surprised me about it was a the ending, the very very, which was mm. brilliant and unexpected. But secondly, it, it, it's kind of that Denzel, that Denzel Hackman chemistry is is like Cruz Nicholson, right? Mm. It's got that kind I of. I see that. Yeah, I see that. Feels like a few good men on a boat, and I and I, and I like for all the good reasons. Anyway, so I saw that, um, which is brilliant. And then last night I watched um, Peninsula. The oh, I need to. Please don't tell me anything about it. I need to see it. Please don't tell me anything about it. Um, that's quite hard. <laughs> yeah give anything away i'll just say i i i really enjoy it um even yeah. if the re- reviews have been quite lackluster for it but yeah. i enjoy it. and i cannot fucking believe it was made for 16 million dollars right yeah i mean trade to busan is just unbelievable and i'm I, what i want is i want to watch that i know that they're standalone films but i yeah. do want to watch trade to busan and then of course uh, soul station the, the animated prequel thing i want to watch those again before watching peninsula i, I mean i want to see it very soon i right. I'm very excited about it. So the one thing I will say is it, it is for anyone expecting Train to Busan 2, mm. the best way to put it, right, 
it, probably the relationship is similar 28 days later to 28 weeks later. Right. Is probably the best way I can I can assign the difference in the movies. <clears throat> okay. I like both equally, by the well, not quite equally, but I love 28 weeks later. Um, so that's not a negative thing. But uh, the other, the only other thing, film I want to quickly talk about um, is a film I saw last weekend in the cinema. I took my daughter uh, to go and see. To so far with her in the cinema, we watched Empire Strikes Back, which I know you watched recently. We watched just just on that. Jenny and I went to see Empire Strikes Back, and it was just a wonderful experience. It's great, isn't it? Was it was just wonderful. And, and people, the guy in your face, what, what, ver- what version yeah. is it? Yes, 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 that's exactly what I was. What version? Go and see Empire Strikes Back at the fucking cinema. Just do that. Do just, that now. Some people just sit there and, and they're, oh, oh, well, the Lucas version was, or actually. Yes, it's Empire Strikes Back at the fucking cinema. Go it's and see it. One minute of extra footage. And it's taken away a lot of mat lines and it's made Cloud City look less shit. And yeah. Cloud City always looked a bit shit. It looked like no one went to do anything. And now it looks like a city in the clouds. Right. I'm okay with that. Right? It just doesn't matter what version it is. It, it Compared to everything else that's out, it's Empire Strikes Back. And, I, and you know, and anyone who listens know, it's not even my favourite Star Wars film. I'm not even an empire like a person goes to it's the best one. I'm not. It's just fucking great, though. Go and see it in a fucking cinema. Um, so to follow up with that and Back to the Future, we went and saw the Karate Kid in the cinema. And I have to say, other than the slightly weird own goal at the beginning of the Karate Kid, where they showed a um, 15 minute documentary about the legacy of the Karate Kid, wow. which was interesting to watch before the Karate Kid for yeah. my daughter who's not seen the film, and it shows yeah. every moment in the film. I had to cover her eyes. Yeah. Anyway, you're going to fucking hate me for saying this, and I hate myself for saying it, but watching it again on the big screen, I actually prefer the Karate Kid to Rocky. Stop it. I just but, do. But, but there are people who like, again, again, you have good to... Film. Well, you see, it's a genuinely well-written, well-acted film. But here's the thing. Cobra Kai made me like it, which is mental. Like, you remember, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of Cougar Ike. I, I like the second one, and I like the third one most, which is, I know, silly, but I do. And That's Cobra like, Kai, like, like top three. I mean, not quite the same, because there's more... Fl- anyway, but, but okay, well, maybe it's more like me liking Jaws 2 more than Jaws, you know, but I don't know. But, um, it's more than Jaws. <laughs> and Jaws 2 is a much more enjoyable film than Jaws. Oh, anyway, I'll say it to all anyway. Um, you just make country for the for sake of it now. <laughs> <laughs> and i like i thought the phantom menace was the best star wars film shut up it's not even funny it's not even funny um yeah no i know yeah and, and cobra kai does genuinely fill in a lot of um make it a better but the film itself is surprisingly well written it's surprisingly yeah. subtle mm. it's surprisingly quite emotional and it's surprisingly well directed and it but I don't know if it's surprising. I don't know if that's surprising because Rocky <laughs> and because of other, you know, he had loads of stuff. It's, it's just, it genuinely is. It genuinely blew me away at how much of a good film it was. It also reminded me just how utterly in love I've always been with Elizabeth Shue. Oh, sure. I mean, she, she was like everyone's girlfriend. 
Oh it's my god! Like kind of weird. Kind of weird. Like, it's why, like, I was heartbroken when I watched um when I watched Leaving Las Vegas and she was a slut. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, hmm. It's all <laughs> gone wrong. Or has it? Um, but um, you know, like, it's 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 a great film. And what's really sad is I looked at the Cinema Times for next week and they're showing no old films because they're showing Tenet of four hundred and eighty screens and um a few other things and they're not even showing Bill and Ted in my local cinema, which is criminal because that comes out on Friday. Right. Like no one knows that, but VOD Bill and Ted comes out Friday. It's fucking mad. Where did that happen? Like, so yeah, so it's kind of sad that we're going back to normal now because normal is just a hundred, just like seven shit films. I don't want to watch at the cinema. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, so yeah, so there you go. So that's what we've seen. Something else big also happened this week very big very long um two trailers dropped three actually if you count the the excellent suicide squad character trailer which made me think that that's going to be a batshit mental film for all the good reasons i think james I Gunn. So. yeah i mean look like like you, you kind of go through the cast list and you're just like well this is a, a a weird rogues gallery in all the best ways right um it, it can't understand why they've brought back Jai Courtney, but yeah, okay, whatever. It, there's so many people. <laughs> big role, right? Please. please. Um, so that, that dropped. Um, did you watch the... We, we, we're not going to go into too much detail. Did you watch the Snyder Cut trailer? Uh, yes. Off the, on the scale of pretentiousness, just how high was that? Um, no, do you know what really confuses me? It's not pretentious. What, what confuses God, me... God like, what, <laughs> What confuses me is that they used the Hallelujah uh, track for Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, Hallelujah track. I think, is it Bob? It is Bob Dylan. Yeah, I don't For one from Watchmen. Yes, the sex scene in Watchmen. Yeah, right. And Which, by the way, I love that track. I think it's brilliant. And it's it's from another Zack Snyder movie. Oh, it's Leonard Cohen, I think, actually. Leonard Cohen, you know, you're yeah. right. You're absolutely right. It's Leonard Cohen. My apologies. Um, but yeah, uh, they used a track from another... Zack Snyder movie? I mm. don't know. Uh, by the way, that doesn't matter. I, I think it looks whatever. Like I, I don't know. It's showing you mostly shots. But what the clear point of it was showing you it's mostly shots that you haven't seen from the original Justice League movie. That's fine. That's fine. It's a year away. Fine. And that, it's, that's gonna, about, it's that's four about, hours long. Well, it's, they're doing a four-hour version and then four one-hour versions or something. I think like it's the other way. Four one-hour versions, then <clears> four-hour <throat> long version. Okay, just, fine. Fair enough. And by the way, I mean, you know, I'll watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. But like, I, I, that's as far as it goes. I'm like, okay. yeah. I was having a debate with a friend of mine about this, and and my debate was 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 basically, he was saying, oh my god, it looks amazing, and I'm like, look, take taking geek masturbation aside, mm-hmm. let's break it down to a couple of simple questions. <sighs> How many good movies has Zack Snyder made? Couple. One. That's a couple. Maybe. I mean, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And um, and I love Watchmen. I really love it. I love it. I think it's great. Hate, hate. Anyway, so like, say say one, maybe two, right? I, I would yep. put 300 into the... I mean, 300, 300 was uh, like a novelty. Yeah. 300 yeah. was like a novelty. So, and not bad by any means. It, it no. did the job, but I'll never watch it again. Ever. And even if you count Watchmen as his last great film, Okay. Yeah. that was a long time ago. It really was. I don't disagree. Right. So th- there's my first question. And the second question, a follow up from the first question. How many attempts does he need to do a good universe 
movie in this universe because he f- fucked up three times now. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. Like what, um, four times the charm, Zach. I mean, I he, will say, like I say, I, I I will stand by ultimate edition of Batman versus Superman. Aside from the Doomsday fight, is better. It's much much better, like much better, like but a it's much not, better movie. It's not great, right? Well, I mean, it it, all, it almost is though. It's almost great, like almost great in a specific, <laughs> like great in a in a specific frame. If that makes yeah. sense, like, I mean, like not comparing it to everything else, but in its own way it is almost great almost and and then you get to martha right martha that bit's terrible and and and, and that just, that's it has one. my but also the do but the doomsday fight aside from wonder woman yeah. bit, which but he's is also, unreal he's like the guy he's the guy that's made superman the least likable cinematic character superhero absolutely character. absolutely like, yeah. like no question it's a he does have the best moment in a dc movie where wonder woman comes in actually it might be the best move, moment up until portals in any superhero movie of the modern generation when wonder her woman her intro in that was absolutely that the bit even though the doomsday fight was shit but like each time I've seen it, I've seen it what I suppose three, four times now. It's that sweet. is absolutely brilliant. Well, just because of a different version. Yeah, like but no, it's cinema. But, but like that bit is that becomes ever more fuck yeah. Yeah, like, it does. That, that is pretty amazing. That's because you know it's like 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 everything after that gets gets worse. So so that and those are my two points. And and the third thing is and my genuine question here. I appreciate that he quit the movie for good reasons. Mm-hmm. But they don't. You don't bring in a director to reshoot thirty percent, forty percent of a movie, right? If fundamentally what has been shot cannot be saved. True. No, I sort of see that. I sort of see like, like why? Like, why did they? Why did they do that? What we want you to do is reshoot fifty percent of the movie, like because the fifty percent we've got is bearable. You can probably make it okay. And the other fifty percent is just fucking appalling. I don't understand why why you would why you would take the risk of bad mustache Superman uh, or hair lip Superman, depending on what you want to call him. If if you've got three hours or two and a half hours of amazing footage that justifies being redone, and I kind of so, so I'm just kind of like I question if there was ever a good movie in there to begin with, and I don't think that bringing Joss Whedon on to, to direct it and you know getting it if you're gonna do that you, you I don't know it just feels to me like a really weird thing to do if you've fundamentally got a good four-hour movie that just needs to be turned finished and turned finished. into a, yeah he's I see shooting that. anything new he's just finishing effects right so and, and also you don't necessarily need a director to do that no you, you don't can, you can get the VFX director to do how that many, or how many have finished movies right like i just fundamentally it tells me that there wasn't a good film there in the first place anyway snyder cut trailer very pretentious uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't call it pretentious i can oh, just say I, I can't i can't i just i can't see that basically that, what he's but, saying hallelujah my version of the film of is course. out yeah it's like yes oh, no yeah. I, I see that i see that but Wait. i don't feel that's pretentious egotistical maybe just a touch but that was kind of overshadowed by something else. What did you think of the Batman? Um, leaving aside, we don't talk trade probably, by the way, but come le- on. leaving aside the very silly but understandable 
people saying, "Oh, he looks like emo Bruce Wayne." That, <laughs> that, because that. because because, because but, but it's such a soft, obvious. Yeah, we get it. We get it. But but, but that is such a but that is such a trite comment considering how good it looks. No, it is, I, and it, well, it looks really really good. In Force Awakens, where you're like, wow, Kylo, Kylo Ren is a proper fucking badass. And you're like, this guy is Darth Vader level bad. And then he took off his helmet and you went, it's the guy from yeah. Girls with Long Hair. Yeah. And you kind of go, now, like, Kylo Ren as a character was dead to me from that moment onwards. It wasn't quite as bad. But when he took it off, I was just like, I expect him to start singing, like, some My Chemical Romance song or something. But... I, I said it more as a joke than as a diss because the oh. rest of that trailer was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and they've only shot five percent of the movie. Oh, what? <laughs> mm. Um, I mean, where where do you start? Right, the Riddler looks proper scary. Yeah, no, I, th- I think he looks great. I just think That's it overall just all looks great. Awesome in the bat suit. Mm. Like he looks like a he looks like a great he's got a proper jawline that yeah. works cow which we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Christian Bale didn't really have a, a jawline that worked for me in no. the cow. Um. Like again, I have to say it's getting a little bit it's getting a little bit boring having some kind of classic like rock tune covered or in a track and literally like DC used the same technique two or three times yeah. in the same event. And I was like, but it really worked. Really yeah, worked. Absolutely. Set a lovely tone for the film. Yes. And I love the Batmobile. Or the or, or the Mad Maxmobile, as it should probably be called. Yeah. But overall, it, it kind of kind of because my my fear about the Batman is it's too soon. Right. Yeah. And especially <clears> if it's going coming out around the time where where the flash movie is going to be coming out which is going to have two batman in it as well it's more than, it's more than two is it's it more we're going to have keaton yeah we're getting, with keaton by the way yeah, oh my god like so excited affleck i really my, i really want them to bring back val kilmer i think i genuinely think that they're going to be doing it's like the multiverse yeah. So, so I think that they're going to have virtually. I think they may even. This is purely supposition, but not given given recent movies. I think that they're going to do things like somehow reinstate Adam West, even in like a clip or something. Uh, they goes, I, I really think they. I really think they're going to do stuff like that. But and this is a weird thing. I know we've gone slightly off from Batman, but this is a weird thing for me. Like again, and this shows, I think, the disconnected nature of the DC universe. The Batman is a standalone film with no link to anything else. Potentially the Joker, I'm thinking. There were certainly hints in it about that. Well, one of the things I love about the the, the, the upcoming Batman film is that it's got multiple villains. That's one of the yes. most interesting things to me about the whole thing. Oh, time. as well. Yeah. Stripped down, and, and um, I fucking I didn't even catch that it was Colin Farrell as um, as Penguin. Yeah, Colin Farrell, and you've got Zoe Kravitz. It's it's, it's great cost. Yeah, it is great cost. So, but like, and this shows I think part of the issue with with DC, like you've got a Batman movie coming out. What it's going to be the same year as the Justice League Batman movie. Like, whilst you've got a Batman, whilst you've got a film... Sorry, Justice League Batman, what do you mean? Well, Justice League... <clears throat> Snyder. 
which is okay, a Batman yeah. movie, right? Then it's gonna then you've got like the next year you're gonna have the Flash coming out with with two with with loads of different Batman, and that's telling a story that we've already kind of had pretty recently, and I would argue very well done on TV. Yes, and it just it's it's just a whole bundle of mess, and it's all. I don't. Too I, don't, I, don't I don't. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I think we're capable. I think we're capable of dealing with multiple but, different things. Do you know what I mean? It, you know, they always say with Star Wars that that like the universe feels very small because they don't go outside of like that family. That, that fucking family. family. Yeah, I'm starting to feel I like the disagree. DC. EU is basically Batman and it's like everything has to relate around but even Superman was Zack Snyder's way of getting to Batman and there are so many better characters than Batman and yet the Flash is like hey we're gonna make a Flash movie and I'm like yeah okay Ezra Miller's away he's pretty good and we're gonna put Batman in it like okay which no, I Batman? Mind, I, but, yeah, but I don't mind. But I don't mind crossover shit going on. I mean, it's good to acknowledge. To be honest with you, Aquaman could have done with that, given the ridiculousness of the whole. Was it every coastline in the world is going to get destroyed or something? Wouldn't it be useful if there was perhaps some sort of league of superheroes that he knows who might be able to help him? <laughs> that do, was weird, right? Do you know what that I mean? Was... Like, no. Sometimes you can benefit from it as long as it's. I mean, look, even Suicide Squad did it reasonably, even though the film was terrible. It kind of in, incorporated some of the other characters quite nicely. Like, yeah, but, like, but, uh, the same, but but the same characters, not like they didn't recast. I mean. Like there's been, I, I always think there's been one Iron Man and 88 Batman, and you kind of think, like, I just yeah, but that's I think I think all that's about. I think all that speaks to is the like the relative uh, disorganisation with which the DC movies have sort like the rushed nature of the DC yeah. movies as opposed to the Marvel ones, which took their time to get to Avengers. They took what two and a half, three years or something to get to avengers if not a little bit more if not a little and bit then, longer yeah and, and but, but but the dc thing was all like in the first year we're gonna have and it's like don't do that that's not gonna like yeah it takes time. If, if the films are good like, if the films are good the fans will wait like, yeah if you make a really good superman film a bit a really good batman film and a really good wonder woman film everyone will be like fuck yeah let's see them all together like it's yeah not that complicated. I, I, I think that's it and like my one i guess my one hesitation about this batman film as, as good as everything looks is it just feels a bit too soon and i'd like i just like to have a, a breather in between so look i'm conscious that as we record this you have to shoot off shortly so I do. Let, <laughs> let's quickly talk our best batman films because it's batman right so um let's let's just let, let's not even worry about punt or talking about them let's just list our own individual five favorite batman films in order yeah. Um, and we'll go five, five, four, 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 four etc. So yeah. my number five is Tim Burton's Batman. Okay, my number five is The Dark Knight. Ooh, controversial. Uh, my number four is The Mask of Phantasm. Ah, well, that'd be a pump for me. Uh, but my number four is it's three films, <laughs> and the only reason why it's three films is they are absolutely connected. They're animated movies, and it's Son of Batman, Batman versus Robin, and Batman Bad Blood. And okay. they're literally, they're literally one story, and they are fucking amazing. Not since I'll have to go back and watch them. They are uh, amazing. My number three is Batman the movie. Ah, as in the the sixties movie. As in the sixties one, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, my number three is Batman Begins. Okay, nice. Uh, my number two is Batman Returns. 
Ah, again, pumped. Uh, my number two is Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which I saw again. They've released it in the cinemas for the 25th anniversary. Oh, nice. And I hugely recommend seeing it on the big screen. It was so good. Jenny loved it. I don't think she was expecting to like it at all, and she really loved it. It's, so, it's yeah, really it's, well written. Phantasm is a great film. So my number one, no surprise uh, to anyone, is The Dark Knight with the caveat on, I'm not sure if it's the best Batman movie, but it's the Batman movie I enjoy think is the best film that's my the reason why it's so like relatively like for me is it's not a batman film it's a film about the joker with batman in it and that's fine like it's a very good film yeah um it does get less then, good to be fair batman returns isn't a film about batman well i my reason why batman returns is my number one is out of all of those films it's the one that batman is in pretty much the most as yes. batman so that's kind of and also i love the german expressionism of it oh my I god it's film yeah. and, and the so, cast are incredible so, so I'm going to shock you with my worst Batman. Well, actually, no, maybe we're going to pick the same one, actually. Who knows? So what's your worst Batman movie? Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, mine too. And it's, That is a shock, because I thought you were going to say Batman and Robin. But no. Batman and Robin is a fuckload more enjoyable than Dark yeah. Knight Rises. I don't, I don't think the Dark Knight Rises is a terrible film. I think it's oh. not a great film. I think it's like, like it's definitely below the other two. But as a Batman movie, and I know this contradicts my logic for the Dark Knight, but fuck it. <laughs> As a Batman movie, The Dark Knight Rises is a terrible Batman movie. Mm. It but treats Batman really bad. It treats it treats Batman really badly. Like like yeah. not in a good and not in a good story way. No. It just treat it doesn't give a fuck about Batman. No. At all. It, it falls into the trappings that that um a lot of Batman films do where it it's it's not really interested in Batman. And it well, felt- that's because, but that's because I think we talked about this at the time. Christopher Nolan, by this point, does not give a fuck about Batman. Yeah. It, it should be give a shit. Dark contractual obligation, I think, was what you said. Yeah. And, yeah. and it does feel like that a bit. Um, I, I there are bits in it I like. Um, there are bits in it I love. There are bits in it I just think, hmm, what the fuck. Um, I think but by, by Batman, the time, by like, the third time that Michael Caine cries in the Dark Knight Rises, which is around twenty-seven minutes in. Like he cries so much in the beginning of the movie, I'm done, because that was the stuff that him him being vulnerable in the other movies yeah. I loved, and this to me just felt completely artificial. I uh, don't care. I did actually cry when I watched it in the cinema. Sure, that's fair enough too. But if it gets an emotional reaction, that's good. But that's at the end. I'm talking about like but the, the beginning of the movie. It's so high up of that, though, right? Yeah. Like. They make you cry. They make you upset, and then they go, "Oh, it didn't mean anything, or did it?" Well, none of it means anything. Look, look at the oh, fucking hell. We, we we haven't got long, but like, <laughs> even a bit, even a bit where uh, the, is it like the, the the stock exchange gets robbed by those guys on motorbikes? First of all, where the fuck do they keep those motorbikes in the stock exchange? That, that's one thing. But secondly, apparently, if the stock exchange is obviously robbed by a bunch of people, you still lose your money. You still lose all your money. All your money's gone. It's like that doesn't make sense. Like it oh. doesn't make sense at all. Bruce Wayne loses his fortune, even though it's really obvious that it was a robbery. Yeah. And also, what? Also, where the f- what? Like, like they're going into the tunnels. Okay, cool. Let's send some police. How many police right. do we send? All, all of, of them. them. Every single guy. Every single every single police officer. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. He's but, so stupid. But how about John? He's on reception. Do we need John? Yeah, send John. Okay. Yeah, send John. Everyone's going. Everyone's how about going Mike? He top. works in the canteen. He's a police officer. But everyone's, he's working. everyone's going. Right. So, like, <laughs> so, so, you want everyone. You know, literally Everybody's every person. single police officer. Okay. 
I mean, this seems a little over the top. We like we've got people in 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 jail, right? We should definitely keep, no, no, no. They'll be fine. And also, we're not going to bother to get any of them out of the. Like, we're just going to leave them in the tunnels. Apparently, <laughs> like nobody mounts a rescue to go and get them out of the tunnels. What do they eat? I don't know each other. I don't know. That's it. Like like like, like, like coal miners. I think they definitely went rank rank first, right? So any kind of like um cadets were like, yep, guys. Absolutely <laughs> mental that is. That is so stupid. So, Sorry. <laughs> well, where can people find out more about you? Oh god. Okay, so at Ross Boyask on all the social things, at Evo Films UK on all the social things for evolutionary films, and at Vengeance Film UK to follow the action film franchise that is Vengeance. And www.philsquickview.co.uk for everything about this podcast. We're on Twitter and Instagram. And also, I guested on another podcast this week called The Bean Juice with some you friends. Slut. Of mine. You I know, slut. right? From a friend of mine, Roll Derby. So check out The Bean Juice where we talk about the thing that we hate most about movies. Um, I actually, <laughs> I said The Snyder Cut. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more, to, me, it's, to me, it's more about people people about the slider cut it's not it, the slider cut the slider cut can, you can re-release movies up until who gives a shit like if, you know, yeah george lucas hasn't stopped it's more people's like i say i genuinely believe it's going to go from we can't wait for the slider cut we can't wait for the and then it's out and people just go okay like <laughs> next what's the next thing well, it, it'll be exactly what happened with firefly right with serenity right. people were, we, right. want it, we want it we want it here it is i'm busy that weekend well we're not going to go to a cinema yeah exactly cunts uh, so I'm off to see Tenet tonight. Tenet, oh, Tenet, yes. Tenet whatever. I'll, see it next, I'll probably see it next week. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see what that turns out, uh, and no doubt we'll talk about that when we next get on the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye.